Hey you guys, this is April, also known as the Soul Coach. This is Freestyle Fridays. Alright you guys, happy Friday. I hope you guys had a great week. I know I have had one of the most interesting weeks of my life. I think that as I grow and as I get closer to divine, the attacks are like insanely crazy. And I just feel that at this point, like I have to laugh instead of crying um, and know that my purpose is bigger than what the opposition wants for me. So that being said, I have a special guest today. I'm so excited. Um, Her name is Brooke. Uh, She's a published author. She is someone I met years ago through a friend of mine, actually a spiritual teacher. And I absolutely think she's a wonderful person inside and out. Like I mentioned before, her son and my son are close in age. You know, her son's a Scorpio and my son's a Leo and very strong personalities, but we both are very enlightened beings and we instill that in our children. Like both of our kids know how to meditate. They know their chakras. They know breathing exercises. They know um, to be one. And they also are, we both embrace the fact that our children are different and are leaders. And that being said, I'm so excited to have her on the show. So let's get started on Freestyle Fridays. Hey, you guys. So welcome, Brooke, to the podcast. Brooke, take a minute and introduce yourself and tell the audience exactly who you are and when you start become awakened. Why, hello, Miss April. I am very glad to be joining your podcast today. Um, A little introduction. My name is Brooke. I am a 31-year-old New Orleans native and also a published indie author. Um, I'm also a mother of uh, two small children. In answer to your question, um, when I first became awakened, it was about five years ago, and that's when I moved to North Carolina. And I was in the country, so I spent a lot of alone time And that gave me a chance to reflect back and to also become in tune with nature and with everything that was around me. And that's when I started becoming more aware and awakened of certain things. Wow. Okay. So about five years ago. um, So tell me what your experience has been since you've been awakened. I know that I talk a lot about this on the podcast and there's so much adversity comes when you're awakened because it's like this veil has been lifted off of your your eyes all of them even a third eye and you're like wait all this was here and we didn't see it before and it can be scary at times so tell me exactly like like what has been your experience uh being awakened now Well, now it's become a little bit more easier to manage it. At first, it was, um, it was very scary experience at first because I, you know, it's all new to me. So, um, I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know what was going on until I did more research. 
Um, I found in the beginning it was it was like certain things like the universe was sending me signs and and things like that and um just things like animals were were becoming more drawn to me um a birds had um made a nest in my son's uh stroller and they we watched them um hatch and everything so it was like a lot of things were coming to us all at once and then it was like right before i moved from north carolina it was like there was all kinds of signs all over the place that's how it was for me as well like it was it when you're connected to divine and you are truly connected to divine you start you're connected to everything and the connection is a consciousness and the consciousness is carried through birds animals babies i know like little kids would just come up to me and like hold me and touch me because they see the light within you it's like you're illuminated and uh when you awaken and that light is attracted by everything it's attracted by darkness and by the light <laughs> and everybody is drawn to the light and being able to navigate through that is is a task within itself and uh, I say it's becoming a, a little easier but then at the same time I feel like sometimes I'm just like wait a minute <laughs> like am I under a spiritual attack like are you serious right now Exactly. You know, my background growing up uh, in South Mississippi with a grandfather that was a reverend and you know anything outside of church and a pastor and a pulpit means that you're a devil worshiper and that's just darkness or whatever. But not to ha- not really have an understanding that, you know, spirituality is the closer connection to God and it's not through anyone else, the ascended master or anything like that. Like they say, you know, with Jesus Christ, I believe Jesus Christ exists. Existed. However, he is not the only way to God. And that's my opinion. You know, you have a direct line to God yourself and it doesn't come through anyone else. But, you know, that being said, that's just my personal little, you know, whatever. <laughs> but on this on this path, uh, God has shown me so many things. And uh, that's why I say like the connection is divinely guided between you and the divine. And um, with that being said, we experience things at a deeper level than a person that just feels like there's only one way to God. And through astral projection is something that I've experienced when I truly surrendered to the universe, to God, and for, you know, him to use me as a vessel. And being used as a vessel, that connection deepened. And then I start having these experiences that I know that I wouldn't have had any other time because I surrendered and I opened myself up to that. And astral projection is something that I'm so excited to talk about. So what has been your experience with astral projection? Yeah, I agree with you. Um, When I had my first experience with astral projection, which was the beginning of last year, uh, like I had stated before, I was like, I surrendered. And then I'm like, wait a minute, how is this even possible? Because uh, my twin and I have been separated for a couple of years now. And I can see I was in a house, but 
it wasn't his and then he was having sex with a woman and he and, and everything was so detailed uh the way that he was positioned the way she was positioned on him um all of it was just so detailed and I'm walking into the room and I'm standing in the doorway and as I'm standing in the doorway I'm like what is this about and then I looked and I can see his face but he definitely couldn't see me and she was on top of him and she felt my presence and she looked at me but it wasn't her physical body it was her I would say demon <laughs> because when she looked at me she said he's mine now and her face became distorted and I saw this image of a a demon or an entity that was uh, over her and then when she turned back around to focus on him his entity that's within him because he has you know some issues going on connected to hers and the two were existing together in this physical that I could see in the spiritual. And it was so powerful that I um I told him about it. I told it I told him about it later, like a year later I told him about it. And um and I haven't really talked to him in a long time, but I told him about it. Not when it first happened because spirit told me not to mention it. And then like a year later it was like you need to to tell him what you saw because he's about to go through the dark night of the soul and you need to let him know what he's dealing with. And when I was standing there, I didn't know if it was remote viewing or was it my mind playing tricks on me or whatever. But then it was just like I knew like I knew like I knew that what I saw was real. And that to me, I was a little shook <laughs> because I was like what I'm supposed to do with this information but later on it was for me to help him out I think that was a very very powerful um experience for you and that makes me think that um that is it's it's a job it's a job description and and that that is what you have been um given a task to do and it's not always an easy task because you know we're we're living in a human experience right now so it's it's kind of like um being thrown into the fire you know you you don't really know how this is going to go or how it's going to end but you're just going along for the ride and um uh we see in different in in different realms we see we see answers sometimes um it's it's the the beyond giving us answers and tips and and I think that's you know where we take notes at and and where we learn where we learn from um I think that it gives us a little bit of reassurance because um it could it could be frightening at time like you said with your experience you got you seen something that was attached um to them and and that's another thing with you know uh we're we're here to help other beings and other people that have some things that are attached to them that are not exactly um very good and the beyond is kind of giving us this tip and being like you know you got to help you got to help this person cuz they're about to do something or they're about to do something crazy and not everybody is given the task that we are given to try to you know step in and try to help and it doesn't always work but um 
because we are awakened and we are given that that title it comes with a lot of things that that go with that and that is one of the things you know it's it can be very hard Brooke, you're absolutely right it is a task it is a job and it's work it's a lot of work and it's work that um isn't paid in a physical <laughs> it's not paid in a physical because <laughs> if it was I'll be like super rich right now and I'll be like on a yacht somewhere because it's not and it's uh, exhausting at times and that's why it's important that you do self-care and self-love and and put into you and be selfish with your time you know as an empath you know as well as I know is that it's constantly getting pulled from us and uh, this job that we have to do during this reincarnation uh, is divinely guided and and it's hard it's rewarding at times because you see the outcome of it but it's definitely uh, it's hard it's definitely hard Girl, I was over here going, yes, girl, yes, yes, girl, yes. We do not get paid for this. <laughs> you know, we do not get no checks for this. Um, but, yeah, you're right. It, it, it's rewarding when we see um, that our work has, has come to uh, goodness, you know, and that it actually has helped someone. And um, we also have to li- deal with that other side of it where, um, like you said, being empath, um, where, you know, people can be – they can drain you. And um, a lot of people that are used to being on a lower level or vibrating low, they um, tend to attach themselves to higher vibrating people like us. So um, they draw off that energy and it's kind of like a leech or something. They're just taking it all out. And you got to kind of step back and look at who's around you and who's drawing that energy from you and who's taking it from you, you know, because it, it can be really bad. And you're right. We do need to always exercise that self-love. Right. So, you know, I just love having you on the show. This is so exciting. Um, So tell me about your books. Tell me what they're about. Like, how do people like get them? Tell me all about that. Well, um, I recently published a book um, called Belly of the Beast, which is available on um, Amazon. Kobo, Google Play. It's also available on um, iBooks. Um, but that one was basically um, based off of a reincarnated um, twin flame that I had dated a few years back who's from Texas. And um, that one's basically, <laughs> I like to call it a drama. It was very, it's very um, dramatic, uh, drama love story. And um, it's basically like a documentary of the things that I experienced while I was with him. And right now I'm currently um, in the process. I'm writing my next book, which is um, going to be, I haven't really found a name for it yet, but it's um, based off of um, a lot of, it has a lot to do with magic and um, it is based in cartoon. Tomb Nubia and um, Old Nubia is based in the um, 14th century, so it's um, it's a very uh, old story, but it basically um, has a lot to do with visions that I had um, when I met um, the man that I'm with now, and uh, I believe it's based off of a reincarnation of um, who we were at one time, so um, it has a lot to do with magic and um, 
uh, he is basically a, a wise, wise elder. He and he he can speak to the dead, and she um, is a healer. So they kind of basically need each other, so that they can um, they can function properly together because they need each other. But it's, it has a lot to do with magic, and this one actually is going to be better than my other books because I've actually taken my time and I'm going to take. It's going to be way more detailed than my last. All right, this is super exciting. Belly of the Beast, which is available on Amazon, Kobo, and iBooks. Um, we'll have a description in the link uh, connected to the podcast. I definitely want to touch on Twin Flames briefly. Uh, we had a conversation about this. Actually, the last time we talked on the phone, which was like over an hour, and our conversation was like effortless, like it always is with you and I, Brooke. The, it was so funny because... It was an hour later and we didn't even know it was an hour. (laughs) That is how you know you're on a high frequency. When I first met my twin, it was like that. It was like time just flew by when we were together. And we'll have like these 12-hour dates and it felt like five minutes. But when you are in that frequency and that realm, it feels that way. It it definitely feels that way. And um, we talked about the difference between twin flames and soulmates. And our twin flame come into our lives to really shift us and change us. And that's why I mention him pretty often on my podcast because he has been instrumental to my growth, um, to my path. Uh, to me, uh, not selling on things that I normally would have settled for in the past. Um, so I'm very appreciative of who the role that he played in my life. But right after you meet your twin flame, your soulmate's co- your soulmate, your true soulmate is supposed to come in uh, sometimes, or you reconnect with your twin. Whatever the case is, I'm just so appreciative of the path and being able to see um, what I've learned from them. Um. I am super excited about the second book because we talked about that a little bit. Um, Not in detail because you don't want to tell me too much about your book. But just the roles that you have uh, with your current relationship and how you reincarnate with people and um, relationships and people that's around you. And you're like, wait, you seem so familiar to me. Um, because we've done this in another lifetime? Absolutely. And, you know, some people don't believe in reincarnation. But I have, like, 9,900 stories to tell you that it is a fact. <laughs> and it's true, because there's things that you just can't explain. So, Brooke, what's your experience with, like, reincarnation? Yes, girl, we vibe so fluidly with each other. Um, a lot a lot goes into um with the twin flame and um the soulmates and um some people cannot distinguish the difference because they don't really do a lot of research and until you've really actually experienced it you really don't know the difference but um i do relate a lot to you what you said with your twin flame um when i began to become more awakened it was when i met my twin flame, and that was when I, I, everything was very intense with this relationship, very intense, the love, the pain, everything was very intense, there was like no middle ground at all, but there was also a very big burnout 
as well. It was, you know, because the twin flame, if you do your research, is, you know, there's a runner and then there's a chaser. So you're not really going to be at peace if somebody is always running and somebody is always chasing. So that becomes a big issue. But on the other hand, it also helps you to become more self-aware of of yourself and, and because they are a reflection of you in some way, whether it's a good reflection or a bad reflection, they are a reflection of you. So you become way more self-aware of everything that is around you. And it's kind of like, I call it a spark, you know, and in, I describe that a lot in our in my book where, you know, it's it, the passion was sparked. Everything was a spark. It sparked a lot of things in my life. But um, with my soulmate, whom I met not long after, it kind of led me to that path to bring him to him. Because if you're not self-aware and you don't have that self-love and you don't realize, you know, from that pain, you have to kind of build back up again and kind of like rebuild everything. So you, you from that, you start to go through a self-realization and that leads you closer to your soulmate because your soulmate is a version of you. It is your other half. Right. So I definitely didn't want to get too far into the twin flame or soulmate thing. That's going to be a subject for us on another episode. I definitely want you to come back. Um, This episode was pretty quick, but I think that, that, I mean, just us talking freely about the path, um, kind of you just confirmed a lot of the things that I talk about on a podcast um, astral projection and really, you know, what that is in, uh, our, our experience with that. Um, I think that just hearing it and having an understanding of what it truly is, is what I wanted to talk about. And I think that we covered that. Um, this has been very exciting, Brooke. Was there anything else that you wanted to add? Well, I think we covered a lot of bases. We talked about astral projection and um, twin flames and uh, soulmates. And um, maybe next time we could delve into it a little bit more deeply because I myself am still learning a lot about astral projection. And it's something that I've become very interested in recently. And um, I still have a lot to learn about it. Um, we all learn something new every day, and I like to gather around in, in a circle with my tribe and be able to discuss that. So this was very enjoying um, to be able to, to talk that through with you and um, gain a better understanding for us both, and uh, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed gathering around with one of my tribe members, and I think we, we covered a lot, and it was very, very awesome and wonderful to be joining you on your podcast, girl. Thank you, Brooke, for joining me on my podcast as I navigate through this journey. It's been something that I've been running away from for for a very long time. I hear your sweet baby in the background, the goddess that she is. (laughs) You know, we talked about that. Um, The very powerful goddess that she is and what she will be. Um... I am appreciative of you being uh, in my tribe as well as I'm in your tribe. I am so excited that we were able to share this frequency uh, together on my podcast. And I look forward to uh, sharing more. So you guys, let's wrap up the podcast.
All right, you guys. Thank Brooke again. Her information will be in the description box uh, wherever you listen to this podcast. If you guys have any questions, uh, let me know. If you're on Anchor, just look up Soul Coach and it's trademarked. Uh, hit the the friend button, connect, send a voicemail if you want to. Um, I'm so excited about this episode. I'm excited about Brooke and her new book. Uh, Belly of the Beast is out now on i iBooks and Amazon in in Kobo. I want to thank you guys for listening to me. And like I said, if you have any questions, go to sold one s o l e o n e at mail dot com, and uh, go and listen to any of the previous podcast episodes so you can get uh, familiar with who I am and what my message is and what I'm trying to do to the consciousness. Um, It's only going to get better from now. I am so excited about this year. It's March. It's about to be April. Um, Springtime is here. It's time to wear sandals, get these pedicures out and you know how that is. (laughs) It's my favorite time of the year. Summer is miserable, even though my birthday is in the summer, but it's just extremely hot here in the South. But anyway, thank you so much for listening. Uh, My booking information will also be in the description. Uh, Thank you so much on this Freestyle Friday, and you guys have a wonderful weekend. Thank you.